0: Welcome to Figuring It Out, the podcast where we talk all things life, love, sex, and everything in between. The podcast where we're all just figuring it out with your host, Kaylee Brain. Hello, that is I. Welcome back to the first episode of 2022. I am so excited. We are covering so much in today's episode. I'm giving you like a full life update of everything that's happened in like the last five weeks. So um, strap on in if you're new here. Welcome. (laughs) You're about to get to know me a little bit too well so uh let's go ahead and jump on in. Hello everyone welcome to 2022. I know that you're all like literally a month into 2022. I mean obviously so am I but like (laughs) welcome back to the first episode of 2022 of Figuring It Out. I am obviously so freaking stoked to be here. Um I love that I thought that I was going to like record this over you know, the weekend. Or actually not even the weekend. I thought I was gonna record this like weeks ago. I was like, I'm gonna be so ahead this year. Um, but in classic Kaylee style, we are recording on the Tuesday. <laughs> this goes live on the Thursday. So love that for us. Love that for me. But oh my God, how is everyone? I hope your Christmases were beautiful. I hope you guys had a nice break. I literally have had the most like I want to say amazing break and yes I absolutely have had the best break ever (laughs) but like when I tell you my like so much has happened guys in the last five weeks you would not believe how much shit can happen to one person in five weeks um but here we are and I'm really excited to tell you guys all about it I feel like I'm not even going to be able to get it all out in this episode because so much stuff has happened and I just want to like put a caveat on this as well I am going to do a Dating Diaries episode next week and guys, fuck me, it's going to be so juicy. I have so much stuff to tell you, (laughs) but I'm going to leave like a lot of my dating stories for next week because it's just going to be so ridiculous. And then I'm going to get Em on the podcast as well and because she's going to be like a monthly segment. I don't think she ever knows this yet, but she's going to be like a monthly segment where she comes on the podcast and we're going to be chatting about like her dating life because (laughs) her dating life has been equally as crazy. Um, And if you're new here, Welcome. Hello. It's so nice to have you. Sorry. I haven't even introduced myself yet. Um, This is season two of Figuring It Out Potty. I'm Kaylee, just really quick introduction, I'm Kaylee, I am 23, I almost said it's 22, but I'm nearly 24, so I don't know why I said that, um, I'm 23, I live in Scarborough in Perth, um, aka like the Bondi of Perth, and it is literally like its own little community, little town, and when I tell you, it comes with like, you know what, if anyone watched Home and Away, or Neighbours growing up, I'm not even kidding, it's very much like that, there is like, you have like your own little community, and it literally feels like there's just like internal dramas and politics and stuff. Also, I'm so sorry. There's this girl walking past my room and it looks like my friend Michaela. Um, and it's not, <laughs> I was like, why is she coming to my house right now? That's so random. Um, anyway, so I'm going to leave that for next week. And also you'll get to know that I just ramble and I like to go on tangents. Like that's just not going to change. However, I will say guys, I'm so prepared. I literally have like a whole whiteboard in front of me. Um, I was doing the whiteboards at work. I work in a recruitment agency. So, Um, We do like lots of whiteboards. They're fucking everywhere, and I was doing like all the lines on it, and I was like, "Oh my god, I need one of these for the podcast." So I've gone full profesh, um, and I've got like a whole whiteboard so I can map out my episodes because I'm such a visual person. Like I've tried to have like run sheets and stuff, so. A run sheet, if you're not familiar, is like a Word document that kind of tells you what you're going to talk about and you kind of like scan down it and go through it as you go. But I just feel like it was not working for me. So I've got this giant fucking (laughs) giant whiteboard next to me and I've got it in all different colors because I'm super visual so I can see what's happening. I can also see where my next episodes are going to be. I'm so excited. I have like such an awesome segment coming out. Um, which won't be next week, but the week after, and I will, I'll leave it under wraps until then, because it's so exciting. I'm just, I'm so excited to like share with you guys what it is. Cause I think you're going to fucking absolutely froth it. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to start off with my recommendation because I have decided that I'm going to keep. The recommendation part of the episode. Um, I have dropped Weird Thought of the Week for now. I just don't know if I want to carry it into this year. So for now, we're just doing recommendations because I feel like I have so much to say anyway. <laughs> I want to like the intro to go forever and a day. So my recommendation this week, guys, okay, I've got two. Number one is this little drink. Now, obviously, I'm pretty sure most of my audience is over 18. Um, but if you are over 18, there's like this little Corona, like cocktail situation that I got from this weird little bottle shop. I'm going to post about where we got it from because it's in Perth and I think they like import it. It's kind of like the reject shop for bottle shops. And it literally like has the most random fucking drinks I've ever seen in my life. Um, But I've stumbled across these little Corona like cocktails and fuck me, they are so tasty. I'm literally drinking one right now. I'm drinking the Passion Fruit and Lime. Stunning. They are, I don't know how much this is. I think they're 4.5%. Um, which i actually have no idea how much alcohol that is. So can't tell you if it's like one standard drink or not, but, um, yeah, get your lips around them. If you are in Perth and you can get down to that bottle shop. I don't know if you can get them anywhere else. Um, but if you can, please do this. So fucking tasty. Um, Okay, so that was my first recommendation. I feel like it's pretty lame if you can't get your hands on them. So I thought I'd come through with a second recommendation. Um, also, if you're new here, I sing a lot and I think it's a nervous thing because I don't sing as much in real life. It's mostly on the pod and I think it's because I get nervous. Um, Anyway, second recommendation is, guys, okay, you all know that I love sharing a fucking song and I get obsessed with a song. Like I literally, if I like a song, it's like my serotonin rush and I will binge that song until I hate it. <laughs> and right now I have like a whole cycle of songs that I'm just like absolutely smashing. Um so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make like a little Spotify playlist and I'm gonna put them all in there so you guys can go and listen to them. I'm gonna call it like Kaylee's summer or something so you guys can like listen. I'll probably add new songs on there as well as we go throughout summer because I am just fucking obsessed. Also, I've been. Side note, this is not a recommendation because I'm pretty sure everyone has watched it bar me. Um, Euphoria. Hello. I literally feel like such a pleb for jumping on this bad wagon so late. Um, But I started watching it and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And I was just going to sing then, but I was like, can't remember the tune. Um, Love it. It's so good. I feel like it. It's not really like my favorite show ever, but it is really entertaining. It's a bit full on, um, but we are thoroughly enjoying it. But I'm mostly enjoying the soundtrack. So I found the soundtrack album on Spotify by Labyrinth. And first of all, I fucking love Labyrinth. I think he's like a genius, like a musical genius. He's fucking gorgeous. His voice is amazing. And um, yes, yeah, so I've been listening to that. I've been absolutely smashing that as well. So I'm going to put those in there. There's a song called Fucking and Rolling. There's a song called Fuck Your Sunshine. And I do have to say, <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to listen to this, a special shout out to my two girlfriends, Tori and Michaela, who have shown me like majority of these songs <laughs> because they just have the best music. And every time I'm with them, I'm like, guys, it's so embarrassing that I'm literally shazamming all your songs right now because I need to know what they are. Um, So I'm going to put them all into a playlist and you guys can go and listen to them as well. Um, yeah. So there are my recommendations. I would play, I would play them like a snippet, but I just don't think that it's going to be viable for me to play like 10 songs. (laughs) We'll be here all day. Um, but anyway, that is my recommendation of the week. And I thought instead of doing like a hella long intro today, I'm just going to jump straight into the episode because today's episode literally is just a life update. So (laughs) buckle on in. All I can say is literally buckle on in get yourself a fucking vino, get yourself a bloody Corona cocktail if you can. <laughs> and if you're under 18, get yourself a tea, Um, whatever, whatever floats your boat Dale. And um, let's go ahead and jump on in because I've got some bloody tea to spill. Okay. Holy bloody moly guys. I have been in 2022 all of 25 days and I just feel like so much shit has happened. First of all, I don't want to talk about Corona very much on this podcast because I'm just like, it's a Corona free space here. I'm not talking about the vax. I'm not disclosing my status with it. Like none of that. This is not a Corona podcast. This is Kaylee's life and I'm not fucking talking about it, but I will say it will say one thing, um, this whole like situation in Perth right now. It's really interesting, right, because I went on holidays and literally the day that I went on holidays from work was like pretty much the week that I went on holidays from the podcast as well. And the pubs shut because corona is like kind of back in perth and if you're not from wa we have pretty much been very sheltered and i'm very aware how privileged this sounds but we have been really sheltered from coronavirus and we've only been in lockdown a couple times like we've been really really lucky we've had like minimal restrictions in comparison to like the rest of australia and the rest of the world mind you like we are so lucky um However, we did have an outbreak right before Christmas and it just meant that all the pubs and stuff were shut. And like initially I was like, oh, fuck me. Like I was like, I've got leave. Like I'm not going to take leave if I can't go to the pub because little party Kaylee was like, I just really wanted to do like a steak night on a Wednesday and then go to like one of my favorite bars on a Thursday night because those are the two nights that everyone kind of like parties. And I don't normally get to go that hard because I have work the next day, but this time I was like, no, I'm going to fucking send it. And then obviously the bars got shut. So I was like, oh my God, I'm so sad. However, it literally worked like so much in our favor. It ended up being like the best five days while these pubs were shut because we were literally forced to like have like house parties and just like hang out with each other rather than like go to the pub and spend a fuck ton of money. So Although I did spend so much money over like the second week that I had off work, I didn't spend nearly as much as I thought I was going to because the bars were fucking closed and I had no choice then to like just, you know, buy drinks and then hang with my friends. Um, But yeah, okay, so I'm going to start like right at the back. I'm going to start at like the end of Christmas and I firstly want to touch on... I firstly want to touch on the episode that I did before I went on break, because I feel like I just dropped a bombshell on you guys. And then I was just like, OK, bye, <laughs> like, peaced out for the year uh, and just left you for five weeks. Um, So if you haven't listened to that episode or the part two of like, well, both episodes, actually both parts of my breakup and Canada love story, then definitely go and listen to it. It's kind of like its own little mini series. Um, but yeah, that relationship was incredibly turbulent, incredibly cr- like, I can't even explain it. Like, it's funny the amount of people that messaged me and they were like, oh my God, I can't believe you went through that. And I was like, I know, but you know what? Like I will truly say it has made me such a better person for going through all of that. Like, I feel like I'm a lot more self-aware and like, I'm just better at spotting things. Like obviously, you know, I think that I'm better at spotting red flags. Not that I'm better at running away from them, but like, I can see them. I'm aware now. (laughs) I just don't necessarily run away from them. Um, but yeah, I feel like that was just so funny how many people messaged me and they're like, what the fuck, Kaylee? And I was like, I know. And then I just left you guys. But um, yeah, that was actually a very crazy time in my life. I never thought I was going to share that on the podcast too, but I'm really glad that I went out in 2021 with that because I'm leaving a lot of that stuff in 2021. I will say that one thing I'm leaving in 2021 is all of my old flings. Like this is probably more for dating diaries and I'll probably touch on it again, but I literally am just like, no one from my past is coming into 2022 with me. Like relationship wise, I'm like, if you were left in 2021, you're getting, you're staying there. Like, I'm not bringing you with me into this year. This is fresh year, fresh energy, fresh people, please. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore. Um, So I thought like, what better way to send off the year than telling that story? Because I'm probably never going to talk about it again. It's so far in my past now. Like it's been like nearly, and it'll be four years this year that we've been broken up. And I have no bad blood towards him at all because, you know, like even though he wasn't necessarily a child, um, he was 27, but like we were both like, I feel like quite young and naive and just really didn't know what we were doing. So I um yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. But I'm so glad you guys enjoyed it. I'm so glad that my trauma can bring um entertainment for everyone. I will say I think that's my superpower is like using my like stories and things that have happened to me um and turning them into like humorous things or even just like I was talking to someone the other day also queen of tangent here. I was talking to someone the other day and they were like you're so mature for your age and I was like yeah babe I've been through a bit like I but I also have I always put like whatever happens to me into hopefully like a positive light in terms of like, how can I learn from this? How can I be a better person because of this? Um, Not all the time. Sometimes I'm just salty. (laughs) Sometimes I just am angry and I just have to move on. But a lot of the times I try and use it as a way to like, see how I can progress and get better from those situations, which is why I think that I have like such a mature outlook on life. Um, I say that I'm definitely not the most fucking mature person. Um, As you're going to come to see because these stories get a little bit rogue. Um, So in saying that, let's fucking take it back to before Christmas. I'm pretty much just going to tell you guys like everything that I've been doing. Hopefully it's just entertaining to listen to my life because when I tell you I've met these, like I've met so many people in like the last couple of weeks that live in Scarborough. um, And now we follow each other on Instagram and stuff. And like there's been two separate occasions now where these two girls that I've only met like a handful of times, like have come up to me. Like it's funny because they both said the exact same thing. One of them was like, you, like your Instagram stories crack me the fuck up. And she's like, you're literally like my person. She's like, I just listen and I'm like, you're fucking amazing. And then another girl, when I was at a pool party on Saturday, she like turned to her boyfriend and she was like, oh my God, Kaylee's Instagram stories are the funniest fucking thing. And all I could think was like, I don't even try, like, this sounds so like humble brag. I don't even try and be funny, but like, I genuinely don't try and be, I was like trying to think of if there was a particular Instagram story that I posted that was quite funny but I I actually think it's just because like I do stupid things like oh an example you're going to fucking love this so <laughs> I was there's been this guy that has moved there's been this guy that has moved downstairs sorry I literally went blank for a second there and um he is British, he's got long blonde hair. I really fucking hope he doesn't listen to this. Um, and he's gorgeous. And there was a moment over Christmas where we just like literally kept running into each other, and it would like be like every day for like a consecutive amount of days. And um, <laughs> I made a joke about like coming and having a wine with me one day. And then I was on the balcony with my friend Amanda. Also, shout out, she has an OnlyFans now. She is fucking amazing, you guys. If you are into watching OnlyFans, please go and subscribe to her. She's fucking amazing. I'll leave her link in the bio. <laughs> just a shameless little plug for her. Anyway, we're sitting on the balcony, like just drinking our wine. And at this point, I will admit like I was a little bit pissed. And um he was like walking towards us and you can see like there was no way that he couldn't have said anything to us because like it'd be awkward if he didn't say anything. So he was like, hey girls, more like, hey. Anyway, well, like, I was like, oh, you can come up for a drink. And he's like, oh, that's all good. Like, I've got training in the morning. Also, he's a tennis coach. He's like a health freak. Meanwhile, every time i fucking bumped into him, I've been either hungover or drunk. So like, he's probably like this fucking raging alcoholic that lives above me. That's like always on a fucking tear. I can't deal. Anyway, so <laughs> he fucking looks up at me and he's like, oh, that's all good. I've got fucking, you know, whatever in the morning. I was like, oh, no worries. And then I was like, oh, if we get too loud, just like bang us. And I meant, like, what I meant was if we get too loud, just, like, bang the thing and I'll be quiet. But anyway... (laughs) he just like laughed because he knew what I said. Like he obviously heard it in a dirty way and just like laughed and was like, oh, okay, like have a good night guys. And then walked off. And my friend Amanda just looked at me and you know, when like your friend looks at you and you go silent and they just mouth you, like she just looked at me like mouth like banged. And she was like, are you kidding? And cause we didn't want to like burst out into laughter because obviously he's going to hear and then he's going to know. So we're just like, I literally just looked at her and I was like, I want to die right now. And then we just proceeded to just actually piss ourselves because honestly, like I was a bit drunk, so it's not like I really cared. But um, yeah, like shit like that always happens to me. So I think I posted about it on my Instagram story, but I was like, shit like that just happens to me. And like, I can't help it. Also, I think I made a thing about my pimple. We called it Clyde, but anyway, that's a different story. Um, anyway, <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. And, um, I can't remember where I was going with that story. So I'm just going to swiftly move on from that. But, um, anyway, I have pretty much just been on an absolute bender for the last couple of weeks. Actually, to be fair, I haven't been since I've been back at work, but there was a week where, so I finished work on the Friday now. Okay. Actually, you know what? No, it starts on the Wednesday. It starts on the Wednesday before Christmas because I went to Oceans And which is my local pub down here in Scarborough. And it's just like notorious for like on a Wednesday night, it's steak night, it's $12 steaks. And it's just all the locals go down and it's just a really fun time. Like you go down, you are super casual, like you can wear, honestly, like I never wear any makeup. I always just wear like my, just like most casual clothes, always wear Burks. Anyway, I had steak, obviously got on the piss and ended up literally drinking until like 12 o'clock went home with someone I shouldn't have, which I will touch on in Dating Darius next week. But anyway, um, Thursday rolls around. I'm obviously hungover. And then I decided to go to Indie Bar on the Thursday night because I'm an absolute idiot. And um, I went out with one of my girlfriends, got again, absolutely wasted and then had to go to work on Friday. But because it was Christmas Eve, it was like totally fine. Like it was like, I only had to do a couple of hours. We knocked off at 12 and then we started drinking again. And this is where it all goes wrong because I literally at this point had been drinking for three days in a row. Like it was my third day and um, I got off work. I got off at like three o'clock, not even three o'clock, got off at 12, started drinking with the boys, went home at like three. I'm... I'm so sorry. I literally just burped. That is disgusting. Hopefully I can beat that out. Wow. Um, anyway, <laughs> I went home, got changed and then my friends were like, oh, we're having a house party come down. And I was like, okay, stunning. So I went to my friends and one of our friends is a DJ. So he had this whole DJ setup that was like, honestly, like they had to be fair though, like they had been on an even bigger bender than I had and they had been going since the night before. And, um, they had this whole DJ set up and we just were like, it was honestly like maybe 10 or 12 of us just absolutely kicking on in this house. and It was so much fun. Um, but then it was Christmas the next day. So I had to get my shit together and I'll tell you what, like, this is so bad. I swear I'm not glamorizing alcohol because like, I truly am not here to like glamorize alcohol and all that sort of stuff. Um, but my dad, my dad for Christmas, this is so cute. He literally like gets so excited to give you presents if he like gets you a good one. Um, which is literally exactly like me. If I get someone a good present, I'm so excited to see their reaction. Um, anyways, he walks in and he gives me like this little wine tumbler and he's like so excited. And I thought, like, I genuinely didn't think much of it. Like, I was just like, oh, cool, like a wine tumbler. Not like being ungrateful, but just like not expecting anything else. I was like, oh, cool, you know, like thanks. I was like, awesome, I can take my wine to the beach. Anyway, and he was like, you don't think you're just getting that, dude? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I've got something else. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then it comes in and this <laughs> absolute cutie has gone down South and hand-picked me bloody bottles of wine from all these Mug River wineries and has gotten me a bloody case of white wines for Christmas. And I was like, I am obsessed. Best Christmas present ever. How good. Um, but yeah, that was so funny. I thought that was funny because I literally was like... As if I'm just absolutely on a bender right now. And my sister got me a bottle of vodka. I was like, guys, what do you think of me? Um, anyway, <laughs> so this is where it all kind of went downhill because Christmas, I came home and M em, M's family, who is my roommate, um, her family just moved down south. So she didn't really have anyone to spend Christmas with. She spent the morning with her sisters, and then I came home and we went to the beach. Um, we were hanging out at the beach and met this Tinder boy who I'm sure she'll talk about on the podcast at some point. And he was an absolute fucking lord. And um, we were all hanging out. My friend Thomas came down and we were all hanging out together. We came back to mine, started drinking, and ended up at a house party that turned into kick-ons at someone else's house. And when I tell you, I literally did not like I was walking home. At I think 5.30 a.m. on Christmas, I had not obviously slept um, all of... Chris- like, no, to be fair, I had a nap on Christmas Day at my sister's because I was so tired. But at this point, I'm like, obviously, it's 5.30 a.m. I'm literally walking through Scarborough. Like, it must have been like a half an hour walk, honestly. Because it's like, the place is like five minutes from here, like driving wise. But when you have to walk, it's like quite a bit far. Anyway, so the sun's coming up. I must have looked absolutely cooked. Like I'm actually really embarrassed to look back at how I looked because I would have looked crazy. <laughs> anyway, I'm walking home, I get home and then I'm trying to think what even happened after that boxing day. That's right. Woke up, went and saw um my girlfriends, Nick and Tori, and we went down for a swim, which has been amazing because like the water was insane. But in saying that, like the water has been incredible. Like over that time, it was amazing. But because we had a full heat wave, in Perth, our apartment, like mine and Em's apartment, the air con does not fucking work. It was like you literally could not be inside. You didn't want to be at home because it was so fucking disgusting. It was like, I don't want to be here. And so like I woke up, went down for a swim, ended up at my friend Dan Dan's. We spent like the whole day there in the pool. At this point, I reckon I'd only slept like four hours, like max four hours, because it was too hot to even sleep as well. So wake up, go for a swim. Literally must've been like 10 in the morning. And then we got invited there and they were like, come over. So we're like, fuck it. So we literally started drinking at like, I don't even know, like maybe 11 a.m., 12 o'clock. I can't remember. And um, proceeded to drink. I reckon I drank. I actually did drink a whole bottle of vodka this day. And um, again, not glamorizing alcohol. Like I'm not trying to be cool. And like, I drank a whole bottle of vodka. Just so you know where my body's at at this point. So this is day four or five of the bender, I think it was day five, anyway, (laughs) we are literally, like, drinking all, like, it's actually ridiculous, and then we got invited to another house party, so we rocked up to this house party, we're literally, like, swimming in the pool, like, rogue rats, like, I literally would have looked so disgusting, like, these people that I've, like, never met before, and I'm just being an absolute menace, like, I'm, like, I'm the most annoying person on the piss, too, like, I'm just, like, I'm not annoying but I'm just like I'll say whatever I wanna say and I could just be I can be a little bit rogue. But anyway, (laughs) love that for me. So I'm fucking on an absolute tear and then we go to this house party. I get home all's well and good, have a bit of a sleep, and then I'm trying to think what happened the next day. We ended up somewhere else again. Like it just literally like did not end. Like we were just going out every single night. It was crazy. A lot of shit happened. Like a lot of things happened with someone in my life that just kind of like threw me a lot. Um, I kind of went through the absolute ringer. I'm not going to lie. Like it just, I think also like the bender started to catch up to me and like a couple days before New Year's, um, again, I had like an all night out where I didn't get to bed until like honestly 11 o'clock the next day it was fucked. But me and Em left this house at like 6am, like the sun was up. We went down for a swim and um, we ran into one of our friends that also hadn't slept at the coffee shop at like 6 in the morning got a coffee, like, got home, and it would have been, like, honestly, 6.30 a.m., and M had work at, like, 11 o'clock that day, so we were, like, fuck, we're, like, let's try and have a sleep, but we couldn't, so we're, like, let's just stay awake until you go to work, <laughs> you'll go to work, and then we'll just sleep tonight, like, it'll be fine, Um, but something had happened that night, and I just have never been so anxious in my life, it was awful, like, I just could not, I could not deal, like, I think that was, like, my breaking point, I was, like, right, I need to stop now, like, this is getting ridiculous, um, and then New Year's happened. <laughs> so then now we're at New Year's and it's like, I literally have been drinking consecutively for like, honestly, maybe seven or eight days at this point. And I've had like minimal sleep. I've gone through so many emotions because it was like so many highs and then a couple like really, really low lows. And I think my body was just like, you know what? I'm fucking done. Like, you need to slow the fuck down. And I knew in my head, like, I was like, I need to slow down because I had. So I was lucky enough to have two weeks off work because I got to take an extra week of annual leave. Um, So I knew that I needed to slow down that second week. Otherwise, I'm going to go back to work and be completely burnt out. I haven't even had a break. And I got to that second week and I was like, OK, so this is where it, like, honestly, I wanted to die. But. New Year's rolls around, we go to this house party. It was actually fucking epic. There was like this band playing. Um, that was really cool. And then me and M, surprisingly enough, literally called it at like 10 30. We didn't even make it to the countdown. But at this to be fair though, at this point, I think we were both just like, we don't need to stay up till midnight. Like, I'm not a New Year's Eve person like whatsoever. I do not care for it. Like, I would have been so happy to just stay home with like good friends and have good music, good vibes and like play games until 12 o'clock. Like I just don't care to have like a crazy New Year's and like have the whole countdown because I'm just like, oh, fuck me. Like I'm like not that excited for next year anyway. Like I don't need to celebrate it. Um, But anyway, so we called it and we ended up coming home. And um, yeah, I'm so glad that we did. But that night I could like feel this like bump inside of my lip and anyone who gets cold sores, right? You're going to know what it's like when you can feel a cold sore coming up. Like it's brutal. Like you're like, no. And so me being an idiot, I didn't go and get a tablet. Like I should have gone and got cold sore stopped from the bloody chemist because that way it stops in its tracks. It wouldn't have developed anymore. It would have just like stayed where it's at, but I fucking didn't do that. Did I, I bloody (laughs) let it run rogue. And when I tell you, I woke up on the first day of 2022 with the fattest lip I've ever seen in my life. And because it was on like the left side, I looked like I had botched like Botox, <laughs> not even, like or lip filler, whatever you fucking call it. I will post a photo if I can find one of my lip. Like I have never in my life been like, what the fuck is on my face? And it was so funny because I had two of my guy friends here sleeping on my couch and I have one of my girlfriends here as well. I walked out to my guy friends and I was like, Hey, and they were like, Oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, no. So I ran to the chemist, but luckily we had face masks. Like you had to wear face masks when you're inside because of like the Corona cluster outbreak situation. And so like, I was like, thank fuck for that. Like no one's going to see my fat lip. It's fine. I go to the chemist and this fucking guy roped me into buying a hundred dollars worth of products. Like mind you, I obviously wanted to buy everything because I was like, I just can't, I can't not, I can't have this on my face. I've got another week off work. Like I was so upset. I was like, fuck's sake. So I bought so much stuff and, um, I pretty much did not leave my house for like three straight days because it was just, it was so fat. And it was like, no matter what I was doing, it was not going down. And I was like, oh my God, guys, like, and it was just funny. Like so much shit had happened in the days leading up to this. So I was like, right. I was like, we're starting at rock bottom. We can only go up from here. Like I was like, I had like a massive cry to my mom. I was just like, I'm just so done. I was like, I need like, I need fresh energy in this year. And um, yeah, I actually do feel like though, since that's happened, like things have definitely gotten better, but I will say like, I feel like I've been swinging between like absolutely fucking frothing life, like loving it. And then swinging to like being like a little bit anxious about stuff and just being like, oh, like, you know, my mood will drop, like, suddenly, and I think that's because I am going through stuff in my love life and stuff, but I just, like, it throws me completely, but other than that, like, I feel like I've been absolutely frothing life now that I have a bit more balance, but I will say, summer is so bad for my liver, like, I can't explain to you guys. It's so annoying, because it's, like, it's so easy, and I really, I'm trying to, like, my thing this year is I'm trying to have more self-control in saying no to things, and, like, not always needing to drink. Like if I go out being like, okay, cool. Like I can have two drinks and that can be like, that's fine. Like I don't need to be crazy like drinking, you know? Um, especially like this year, I don't really want to go to work hungover as much anymore either. Like not like I've ever really gone super hard because I'm like quite strict on myself. I know that if I have work the next day, I will literally be home at like a certain point, make sure that I'm sober enough. Like I'll never, because I'm like, first of all, like, it's so unfair on my team to rock up, like, so hungover and not be able to, like, be to the best of my ability. Like, I'm like, no, that's just not the way that I roll. Um, However, <laughs> I will say, like, I think as I was still in holiday mode that Sunday. Also, when I'm, like, in my feels about stuff, I definitely have noticed, like, a really toxic trait of mine is I use, like, alcohol as a coping mechanism. And now that I've realized it, I'm trying to not do it because I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to fall into that. Like, I don't want to just get absolutely obliterated to like not feel my feelings. I know that's not a healthy way. But um, anyway, I went into work like my first Monday back and I was just so disgustingly hungover. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. Like, I just can't do it. Like, That was like my personal breaking point. I was like, Haley Brain, we are done. We are not drinking anymore to this extent for a while. And so I feel like I've actually been pretty good. I have held myself to that standard. Like I have not really gone out the only time <laughs> I will say the last bender that I did have was hottest 100. And that was just like an all day, all night situation. But now that's done. I'm back on the strain arrow. I want to get back into my fitness. Like, I feel like I really want to be like back on the fitness train. I want to I want to get healthy, like I want to just feel better about myself, you know, like I don't want to be feeling like I'm just sluggish all the time and like drinking and like so much sugar. I feel like you don't even realize how much sugar you're consuming and like not to be that annoying person that's like, oh my God, I don't need any sugar. But like I can tell such a difference in my skin when I consume too much like sugar and alcohol and stuff. Like it really, really shows up on my skin. Um, (laughs) and so I had this huge pimple as well recently. And I said to my friend, I was like, it literally has like a mortgage and three kids. And she was like, she literally was the funniest thing ever. She was like, it's name's Clyde. It has an outstanding RAC debt. It has an outstanding Telstra bill it hasn't paid. Like it's got two kids to like different mums." And we were just like pissing ourselves. So anyway, Clyde was like a bit of a joke for a while there as well. Um, but I was like, wow, I have not had like a pimple like that in so long, which again, I know that's like so privileged to have like <laughs> never have pimples. But I was like, holy moly, I've really gone a little bit too rogue here. So I'm reining it back in. But I will say I picked up my board again, which is so exciting because I was so into skating. Like, so I think I have spoke about it on the podcast, like I was obsessed with it. And then for some reason, I just kind of like let it go a little bit. Like I just really didn't pick it up for ages and I think I started to wig myself out like I was like maybe I'm gonna be shit at it like what if I fall off like I don't know if I'm gonna be any good and then the other day I was just like Nah, I'm fucking going out I'm going skating I don't care and it was the funnest thing and I was like I can't believe I stopped doing this <laughs> and so my resolution no not even my resolution because I don't want to have a resolution but one of the things that I do want to do this year is spend more time doing like you know the things that I love like yoga skating learning to so that was another thing I am learning to surf it is literally the funnest thing ever like I can't explain to you how much serotonin I get from fucking surfing not that I can stand up yet I can kneel on the board but <laughs> I can't stand up and anyone that's like beam surfing like oh I mean you'll understand the feeling it's amazing but like it's just the funnest thing ever I need to get a board if anyone has a board <laughs> and wants to give it to me let me know I'll happily take it off your hands. Um, but that's really exciting. I want to do like more like wholesome things. Um, oh my God, guys, also, <laughs> but this is just like the most, this is literally like having a drink with me right now, because this is exactly how I would speak to my friends. Like I'd go on a million tangents about all the things that are happening in my life. Um, but before I run out of time, I have fucking gone viral on bloody TikTok like three times now. And I know it like viral is such like a hyperbolic word because it's like, how can you define what is viral and what's not? But... <laughs> I had the, like the, actually have had like the scariest experience. So I think I spoke about it on the Instagram as well. So if you follow me on Instagram at figuring figuringoutpotty, P-O-D-D, I, you would have seen my stories, but it really, really fucking shook me. And it actually made me consider deleting the podcast, which I, in hindsight, I would never have done, but it did really freak me out. So I made this TikTok and it's like that sound. It's like, says so she got a boyfriend. <laughs> what the fuck they got to do with me? Anyway, so I did one of those and I was like, I thought it was so funny. It was like when he says he just doesn't trust women um, because he's been cheated on before. Now, I literally showed it to Em and I was like, is that funny? And she was like, fucking oath. Because we've all been manipulated by a man who like just says that he doesn't trust women. And then like that's his excuse for like manipulating you and gaslighting you and all this sort of shit. Anyway, it was supposed to be for the girlies and the gays. <laughs> and somehow I landed on like... I don't even know like anti-feminist TikTok. Like it was fucking terrifying. I woke up in the morning. It had like a ridiculous amount of views, like somewhere in the thousands. It had like 50 comments from like all these guys being like, you obviously hate men. Like you should be supporting them. You're a hypocrite. Like you need to go to therapy, like all this shit. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then one guy literally commented and was like, bro, look at her forehead. And I was like, Like I'm actually, I'm very self-aware and I know that my, my forehead is, you know, like it's just not the smallest of things, but I feel like I'm kind of in proportion. Anyway, I thought it was funny, but I was like, you asshole. I was like, wow, people really do come for your appearance. Um, so that happened and I kind of left it up for a bit, but every time I was refreshing, there was like more comments, like they were starting to go onto my other videos and they were commenting on my other videos and they were like, you're a hypocrite, like, Ra rah, rah, rah. And then they were going on my Instagram and I was just like, oh my God, fuck this. So I literally deleted it. I deleted my Instagram from TikTok. Like I literally was like, I need to go into hiding. <laughs> and then they started commenting being like, stop deleting the comments. I was like, oh my God, guys, I can't do it. Like, I was like, this was meant to be a joke. And, um, that was like my first experience with going viral. So obviously it was fucking terrifying. And, um, it just like made me realize how quickly the internet can turn on you. And, how scary that is. Like, I feel like if you've never been through that, like you have no idea how scary that is because all of a sudden you start thinking about like, what if they're going to find me? Like, what if they come in, follow my Instagram? Like, what if they start leaving bad reviews? Like, what if they literally track me down? Like, it's fucking terrifying. Like this, like in-cell behavior. Um, And then the funniest thing (laughs) is that I went to work a couple days after this and I was walking back to my car And um, at the train station. Also, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen this. I've made a TikTok about it. But I was walking back to my car and I drive like a little white Gets. Like it's literally everyone makes fun of me. No one seems to like Gets. I fucking love it. She's awesome. She gets me from A to B. Um anyway, and I could see from like a distance that it was kind of on an angle. And I was like, weird. I was like, I must have popped like a tire on the way to work. Anyway, as I'm getting closer. I'm like, am I wigging out? Because there is literally no tire on this car. Like that, someone has stolen my tire. I'm like, not even my tire, like my whole wheel, the whole shebang, they've taken everything. My car is literally just like sitting on the ground. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And I'm standing around like so chuffed. Like I'm like, you, you this can't be real. Like this can't be my car. <laughs> anyway, it was fucking my car. And like, so I call my, R- like I'm with RAC and I called them honestly like I called so I've got roadside and they were like I'm really sorry like we can't do anything the car might have damage like we can't do anything for you and I was like are you kidding like what the fuck am I meant to do right now so I start panicking and she's like I can put you through to your insurance like hopefully they'll be able to help and then the fucking insurance lady was like oh like you're gonna have to pay like five hundred dollars excess and I was like you are kidding me, like for you to put a tire on my car, like what the fuck? So I just like get off the phone at this point. I'm like about to start bawling my eyes out because I'm so like it was also like 40 degrees this day. I was so hot, I was so like dehydrated. I obviously just finished work, so I'm just like feeling tired. I want to go home, I want to go for a swim. And then I'm sitting here like no one can help me. And I'm fucking tired. It's not on my car. So I happened to just like text my dad a photo of it. And he is normally FIFO. So he's normally like away all of the time. I'm not super close to my dad either. So like, it's not like he, I don't know. Just like, I was just texting him to be like, oh my God, can you believe this happened? Like, just didn't think much of it. Anyway. I hang up from my insurance company about to burst into tears, and my dad calls me and he's like, Where are you? And I just like start crying. I'm like, I'm here, like, I'm at this train station. And my dad was like, Oh my God, I'm coming to get you, it's fine. And he was, like, laughing and I was, like, it's not funny. <laughs> I was, like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and then it was so funny. Like, Em was texting me and she was, like, babe, it's fine. Like, it's all we'll, good. We'll get someone to come out. And then, bless her cotton socks, she, like, rocked up with Maccas for me because I was, like, I'm so hungry. I'm so thirsty. Like, there's no, like, vending machine. Like, nothing here. And um, she came and brought Maccas. And then, bless my cotton socks of a father, like, he came and, like, changed my tire which I'm so fucking grateful because... Normally, like he's never in Perth. That would just never have happened. But I was like, "Thank you, universe!" Like I was like, because at this point, I'm like, 2022 literally couldn't get any worse. Like I'm like, "Are we? What if I like what karma am I serving to have my literal tire taken off my car?" And like when I tell you, there would have been like a hundred cars here, and out of all the cars, they had to choose the like tire off my little gets. I was like, "I can't." But to be fair, it could have been worse. I could have had all four you know, all four tires taken, which would have been fucking way worse. Um, but they didn't. So thank God for that. But, um, yeah, so that was like drama. And then the first, my first thought was like, oh my God, I was like, I imagine if it was someone from TikTok that were like, fuck this bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my kind of like first experience of going viral and it was fucking terrifying. Um, and I literally vowed to never post in there again And then obviously fast forward, I definitely posted on there again and I started to just like make like fun content. I was like, instead of just making it like specific about stuff like that, I'm just going to make like fun content. And um, so far two videos have gone viral, which is fucking mental. And also it's just funny because like one of them, I look absolutely cooked in and I'm like, of course, that one has decided to get like, honestly, 200,000 views and like 20,000 likes. And I'm like, are we kidding? Like I look like a cooked unit. Um, But anyway, so I'm trialing my TikTok career. So much is happening. I just literally feel like I haven't even gone through everything as well. Like so much has happened, guys. My life is honestly a sitcom like I say that and I feel like people don't understand, but I'm like, no, no, no. My life is literally mental. (laughs) I will say though, I feel like I make the most of every situation. And like, even when shit is fucked, I'm like, fuck it. Like it could get worse. I'm like, I'm just going to roll with the punches. Good for the pod. That is truly my mantra this year. I'm like, it's, if it's a funny story, it's good for the pod. Like I'll talk about in the pod. (laughs) Oh, anyway, that is literally my life update. I feel like I don't really have anything else to go over, but Stay tuned for next week because I'll be talking about my dating life next week in Dating Diaries, season two of Dating Diaries. And um, yeah, I'm kind of like officially single. Like I've been officially single for ages, but like I'm like officially, officially single now. <laughs> so like I'm excited to just like put myself out there and see what happens. I've already had so much happen. So it's exciting to be able to share that on the podcast. Um, Maybe who like literally who knows what's going to happen this year. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be coming next week. And then the week after that, I'll have my brand new segment dropping. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, and then Em's going to come on the podcast. It's just going to be jam-packed. I'm so excited. I'm so thrilled to be back in your ears. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go wrap this podcast up because we've been nearly talking for an hour like that is mental. Oh my goodness, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this whole episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you feel like you're up to date with where I'm at in life right now. Definitely come and follow me on Instagram at creative content, which underscores or figuring out potty P O D D Y. I'm definitely starting to post more on figuring it out, like more like funny things, like relatable things. Um, trying to be more personal on there too, because creative content, I feel like I'm trying to phase that more into like a more personal page as well. Um, so definitely come and follow me on there. Remember to come and follow me on Spotify as well. If you want to listen to those songs that I recommended at the, out of the episode. Um, and yeah, stay groovy, stay kind. I cannot wait to be back in your ears tomorrow. Um, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> back in your ears next week with Dating Diaries. So yeah. Um, also, if you guys have any suggestions for episodes you want me to cover, if you have any questions about my life, honestly, DM me on Instagram. Tell me and I'm not even kidding. I'll do an episode on it. Um, I'm going to be the most open book this year. Not that I wasn't before, but like this podcast is like my life now. So <laughs> 2022, we're going to try and make it a full-time gig. So we'll see how we go with that. Anyway, stay groovy, stay kind, and I'll see you all next week. Bye.